Hello builders. Welcome to the Builders Club Startup Founders podcast. A podcast for founders to upskill themselves and understand the founder mindset. Every week, we sit with the best minds in the startup ecosystem and understand what it takes to start, run and scale businesses. This podcast is from one of our recordings of our water cooler conversations. A weekly community AMA where we get established entrepreneurs to discuss their strategies and their mindset in front of our community members. So sit back, relax and let's start with the episode. Yeah, so this is the 17th water cooler conversation. Today we have Sairi Chahal with us. Uh, Sairi, for all of you who do not know about Sairi, Sairi is the founder and CEO of Shiro's. Uh, Shiro's is one of the biggest uh, community platforms for women out there, which offers support, resources, opportunities and interactions uh, for women via Shiro's.com and Shiro's app. Uh, Sairi is also credited with building up women at work and future of work conversations in India, besides being a strong technology play to solve the problems of gender disparity in India. Uh, She is also the board member of Paytm Payments app. She is an Aspen Fellow as well as a guest faculty in IIFT. And she has almost two decades of uh, entrepreneurial experience under her belt and i don't think there is anybody else better than her to you know to call in a, on a platform like ours where wherein you know we we get insights from the fellow builders out there so we are we are really really grateful to have you here sairi amongst us tonight thank you thank you soel and of course uh which is all mine. Uh, I'm here to learn, of course, not really just about Discord, but also about what you guys are building. And uh, anybody who's a builder knows that you've got to be constantly learning. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sairi, probably we can start off. Uh, so a lot of people don't know that Sh- uh, Shiro's is probably not your first startup. Uh, I guess Saita was and after that you also created Fleximons but probably would love to understand your trajectory of your journey how it's been and you have been in uh, you have been in the running since 1999 if I if I understand correctly and it's been a long 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 journey and you've seen so many things change around you would love to know a little bit more about your journey in general and and where exactly and how exactly you land up where we are right now. Right. So actually, I built my first startup in 99, uh, still in college, and we built a company called Newslink, which was actually world's first newspaper for mariners. So the problem statement was that on any given day, there are about, you know, 30, 40,000 merchant navy ships on high seas, you know, like the one that got stuck. And, uh, you know, merchant navy ships are not like cruise ships. Basically, they are hardcore, uh, the some from developing countries. And internet, even till today, you know, uh, 20 years later, is very expensive, you know, because yeah. you only have satellite internet on ships, typically. And uh, sailors, you know, they sail for months at end. And what they 
uh, don't have his news from home, good news from home rather, basically they're going on in their stock market or in the political circles or back home. So we built a product that, uh, that would aggregate and assimilate news uh, for different countries, but also put it in a really tiny file size that could be beamed very, very quickly via the satellite, like a 20 minute of connection time and like 25 editions being transmitted. And the shipping companies would buy it as a, a subscription, which was per sailor, per ship kind of model. So they would we would beam it every day and they would download it on the deck, print it on the deck, deck and, and distribute. So, for example, we would serve countries like Myanmar, India, Ukraine, all the developing world as a big, big sailing country, Philippines as. And interestingly, most captains come from the UK. It's still, you know, the colonial hangover still exists in the industry. Yeah. So, built that very early. Uh, you know, honestly, when I was building Newslink, I didn't know anything. What is a product? What is a, what is funding? What is exit? Our company later got acquired and... I still didn't know that this is what you call an exit. Okay. So we're early, uh, you know, journey of building something. But beginner's luck a little bit. Uh, Newslink had like two thirds of market share. Like we at one point we were selling to you know two thirds of the shipping industry. So it did very well. It still runs. You know, uh, the company still runs. Uh, the product still runs. Uh, so what that did for me was it gave me the taste of building. You know, the taste of building. Uh, you know, using tech, using, uh, you know, using your hustle, basically, you know, and I was the first person on that, clearly the founder was the first person, you know, whose idea was it. And then, uh, you know, I kind of literally joined it, uh, you know, as the first builder on the team and uh, built it from there on, you know, and, it was, uh, and, and I guess that was taste of blood for me. And I've always since then been in the internet business, uh, you know, have always sort of built something or the other. I did try to work in the corporate setup once, but uh, wasn't very excited by that. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, so cool. So after that, you moved on to create Saita, if I understand correctly. That was in 2006 when actually, you actually... Yeah. Yes, so Saita was actually around the time when, uh, so just to give you a little more context, so if you trace the story, the, the journey of Indian startup ecosystem, uh, you know, a lot of it is actually 99, 2000, the first dot com, yeah. a lot of companies we see today, India Mart and uh, Take My Trip and 197, which is now Paytm, were being set up at that point in time, you know, so mm. by the time 2006 came, uh, you know, first series they were happening in the country like you know there were real vcs five six big vcs had set up shop uh, and saita was basically to work with tech startups to help them help them scale you know typically when a founder is building a company then you you either focus 100% on revenue or 100% on product mm-hmm. but everything else that your company needs to scale up implementation or sops or you know, people, it's a very hard job. We would do some of that work. And we did that for five years. Mm. Then I set up Fleximons, which was basically a precursor to Cheerios. And, mm. uh, and here we are then. So is, is Saita when you actually met VSS? That, was that the, the time when you started interacting with... Uh, <laughs> Uh, or rather working no, with you when I decided to. No, actually, I when I was doing Newslink, VSS was building the first version of 197. Actually, he was oh, the only okay. founder I knew. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Wow, so this is so you people go way back. Interesting. Way back and also look I think at that time we were all rookies we all came from small towns all our peers were working in America everybody had an IT software job all our friends had you know uh, marutis and hondas new cars and the only person who was not doing that was yesas at least you know so we were making similar choices and generally you know they were uh, there was a lot of resonance and so we you know like uh we would sort of catch up sometime and uh and i'd help him with something he would help me with something and later we worked together at 197 when 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 19 raised the first round of funding i did a bunch of work for them just this whole scaling around the company and stuff mm. but um yeah so i think uh, obviously at that point we had no clue honestly like today is a very evolved aware ecosystem it's very woke yeah. <laughs> we were just bumbling along but building you know but like we knew that we don't belong in it software jobs hmm hmm so hmm. that was the only sort of thing and then of course this is ecosystem has changed like it's changed practically every 3 years since then yeah 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 we'll probably oh, dwell over so. a little bit into deeper into that as well but how did this idea of shiros come into your mind uh, sairi because i think the genesis of it was laid during flexi bombs but how how did this idea come into your yes. mind what was the initial thought and how did this whole thing evolve right so i think shiro's kind of brewed over you know for a period of time first of all i think where i grew up i grew up in a place in you know uh, literally in a village called nara in muzaffarnagar and muzaffarnagar is not very popular like if you look at any statistics so small town girl uh most of the peers most of the girls i went to high school with or most of the folks you know like none of them went out and did a startup or tried to do something or their own and obviously that was the time everybody was trying to have you know it software careers or be a doctor or things like that so the thing that always stayed with me was of course you know and uh, i come from a big fat punjabi family that you know like like the jabbi met kind of family right <laughs> you know they can make a lot of noise and things like that so you know like that that was always there but as i grew in my own career i just found that there practically no women in the room all the time like right from i think the days of building newslink to building you know forever like i'm sure you guys still see it right like uh, you know the the ranks of women you know the and we're a gender poor country and i think as you grow uh, into your own life i got married i had a daughter i uh, i you know the year i set up saita was the year i also had my daughter so i literally took her to work and client meetings and you know i didn't have like a lot of support so i got i mean i knew there was a gap but it was a subconscious gap it was not very woke so um the thing that was exciting to me was that the internet's happening in india you know i think i call myself children of indian internet because uh, you know i know you guys take it for granted for sure but for somebody who came from the offline world into the internet this was a big change you know and somebody who grew up with doordarshan uh, this is you know like this yeah. is still almost magical to me and and it's also a huge enabler right so these are very simple that hey why don't we do something like why don't we build a product that helps women right mm-hmm. and why don't we you know close this gap why don't we sort of like all those women who dropped out you know after 
uh, you know, like my entire high school gang, like none of them were were at work after five, six years because they either had kids or their spouses were moving. So FlexiMons was very simple. It was around keeping women in the workforce. And as and even Shiro's in its first hour was around saying, hey, can internet help women who want to keep their jobs and who want to stay connected to their careers? And can we build a place for that? Can we build a community platform for that? And uh, we, that's exactly what we did. The first three, four years of Heroes was just that. We were jobs and careers community for women. And we said, hey, all the women who want flexible work. In fact, we were the first, you know, evangelizers of remote work in this country. And then uh, the thing that uh, kept happening was basically we made a safe space for women. Just like, you know, we are having this conversation. Basically, women could sort of find a safe space to talk about their aspirations, returning to work, leadership roles, all of that. It was very specifically focused on, on career. And most mm-hmm. of our target audience was Metro's. Mm-hmm. One interesting thing we've always done is we had a helpline, which is where, you know, and uh, basically speak to your users, right? Uh, in more real time and offering more personalized advice and support. That helpline was quite... Uh, interesting because it kept somehow people kept finding it and even t- we still run a helpline it evolved but we still run it and what we obviously discovered you know somewhere around 2016 17 when Flipkart was scaling and this whole commerce wars were beginning to happen the the interesting thing that happened was that the internet user was changing so women who were not corporate women who were not in Delhi Bombay Bangalore women who were in Indore and Agra and Aligarh and elsewhere Surat and Baruch were calling us 2018 we actually rebooted ourselves and we relaunched as a women only social network and we said hey we're going to build one a safety and two we're going to literally work on two themes you know and all these themes uh, point to building a woman's identity. So one is emotional progress, which means safe space, creativity, expression, uh, you know, recognition, me, myself. And second is financial uh, independence, financial growth, right? And uh, like, you know, the hashtag is women's progress, right? Like everything we do kind of needs to point to that. And we built uh, a very different product, actually. So in, 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 Design the product we built was actually very Reddit. You know that's why I said Reddit earlier yeah. because uh, uh, we basically what what you can call a network of communities. You know? yeah. So there is a although feed product what sits under it is uh, you know official communities, brand communities, user led communities. Everyone can find a space for themselves. The big filter is that it's a women only space. Men are not allowed. And interestingly, it's the biggest cultural win we could get for the company. Honestly. And then uh, when women come to it, they can do a bunch of things. They can get advice. They can, you know, share art, food, travel. They can look for support. We still run the counseling helpline. Almost 2 million women have used it. They can look for remote work. They can become an entrepreneur. They can buy and sell. And now we're launching shops on Shiro. So she can literally have a social store on Shiro. Things like Very that. And now we're opening loans and things like that. Very uh, so it's kind of become like uh, a community that has kind of become a place that's, you know, that's their life lifeline of sorts, right? So yeah. they grow with it depending on who they are and chart those journeys. But net-net, that's where we are. And of course, we grew massively after we pivoted. 
uh, for the first four years of our life, we were 750k users, and now we are 22 million users in the next yeah. three and a half four years. Yeah, I was actually yeah, gonna. So that, that's where we are. That was actually going okay. to be my next question. Uh, that I guess you know I remember when I first uh, came across Shiro's. This was back what around 2015, 2016, uh, and and that at yeah. that point in time it was still a very uh, community-led uh, kind of a feature. Uh, I mean, kind kind of a kind of a platform. And now it has the, the whole product itself has evolved. You know, initially when you started off, you had a certain kind of a user persona. You were mostly focused on the job-related aspect of things now the use cases have kind of broadened up right so from a features perspective the community angle i mean now it has evolved from being just a community to kind of a tech enabled platform in which you can do there are certain features for doing certain things so probably wanted to understand a little bit more about what kind of role has technology played into this? As in, is technology just an enabler or is it a very, very necessary aspect of the platform that you, you people have built? And how exactly has that helped in scaling the community? Right. So actually, our first version was also a community built on tech. Like the design of that tech was different. It was more of yeah. a, because it was a jobs product, you know, it had database and job search. It is a more typical product product we have today is actually a very hard to build product like the very few companies in the world who've gotten this right at scale you know? mm. so like the only company i can think of is a company called a little red book Hongshao in china that's done this brilliantly you know 200 million users and stuff like that but at heart everything we've done is only tech so it does look like we do a lot of community and it's it's just conversations but all of that is enabled by tech right like even as in, you know we're a team of about 55 people out of which you know majority is tech and tech and product and community oh. of course but uh, yeah, yeah so uh, very very again reddit really inspires us because i think people keep building the platform and every sort of you know, it'll find a life of its own, right? Like keep building for the users. The great thing about Shiro's is our users love. They are on the platform yeah. for years. Like we act, we're one of the few companies who looks at day 180 day retention and not wow. just the day retention, right? So we yeah. see people on the platform for like, you know, like 1,000 days and, you know, 700 days and 600 days and things like that. So we know that they are sort of, uh, and, so in terms of tech, so I'll, I'll give you a little sense of what are the frameworks of tech, like what is our core tech? So first of all, it is the network, the design of network of communities. So what does that mean? That every community is pretty much like a micro app, right? It can be customized, it can be given its own color, it can have its own tabs, it can have all of this, and it doesn't need an app store update. So that's the framework we built it on, and that's why that's one reason we were able to scale it, right? So, for example, one of the things that users can do is build their own communities, which means it, it's as simple as setting up their WhatsApp group, adding their friends, adding their own branding, whatever they want to put there. Like today, there are about 2,700 communities that our users run. And each of this is, you can call it a micro app because it's discoverable only when you share the link, pretty much like what you did with Discord with me, that, yeah. hey, this is where you need to come. So if you don't want your community to be public, will remain, yeah. you know, like yours for the rest of your life and things like yeah. that. So one yeah. is building that entire framework. Mm -hmm. And second is 
of course you know platform tools right so for example a uh, lot of uh, content creation tools you know so you can create content you can uh, choose your backgrounds you know a lot of a lot of tools to help people express themselves uh, then social gamification tons of gamification right so hierarchies between between users so these are all critical concepts that we've been sort of slowly translating into what can a community be right so every community can have its leaderboard its own badges its own sort of hashtags and milestones and things like that uh, then a lot of utilities right there's a period tracker there's a recipe book there's a calendar you know i can sort of use it and then of course using a vernacular as a framework to say hey you know we can add as many languages as we like so yes, these are some of those initial you know things that went into designing the product and of course you, it's all it's 99% ugc we don't have a content team that creates content as a platform we didn't want to do that and didn't want to become a down all from so uh, broad framework and the big a uh, differentiator of our tech is investment in uh trust baking trust in the platform so we're a women only platform a lot of women who come to us are first time internet users women who have probably only used whatsapp like a majority of them are familiar with whatsapp and now they're trying other apps right mm. and so for example uh now we've just used a selfie verification to get into shitos like mm. you know we built our own gender detection algorithm when you wow. sign up like we were using social logins so we were using this gender gender algo to figure out if you were a man or a woman then lot of uh, work on spam control abuse control user establishing user rights you know everybody can report and something will happen to that report you know creating some sort of a detection mechanism there auto responses you know we still run that counseling helpline building a playbook for a counseling helpline let's say you came to us today and asked a question and let's say you came back 3 months later then doesn't matter who's on the helpline chances are we will pick up where you left and you know the previous counselor would have left you some notes to say okay this was the conversation with the person so some of these tools uh, you know but as you can see it's all building the platform technology right like all of this is built in the system now the big thing we're enabling in 2021 is uh, in a post covid world is this whole commerce piece around uh, you know the what they call a community marketplace you know which is to see uh, you know what else can women do with us so yeah. interesting cool one more uh, so, point which i wanted to touch upon was around the whole monetization aspect so how exactly is shiro's being monetized as of right now and also from a community yeah. aspect you know wanted to get a little bit of a hang about the different kind of channels that you know uh, in general people who who run communities can can monetize uh, in in terms of uh, you know if they want to monetize the community how exactly should they go about it right so actually um what we were so one of the things we took a call from a product point of view that we are not going to do programmatic ads because Uh, it takes me it it takes you away from your purpose like there is no community who's built in the world to say we will we will have programmatic ads you know and it will enhance our experience so and secondly we're building for first time internet users we can't go to our users to ask for money like this community if it was to monetize you can say okay guys let's pay subscription or let's have some cool you know filters and you guys can pay for it but 
not us, right? We're still talking to women who are, you know, most of them don't even make their own incomes. So that was not even an option. So, so we actually, principal inside the company, we said we will only do things that benefit women directly, and our monetization has to follow that. So, uh, we kind of created two, three different offshoots. So one is we created a remote work community, and there are about ten thousand women in it. They they are certified uh, on the platform, and they work for large companies via via the platform, or uh, you know, big companies like Zomato and KTM as mm. as their cohort of remote workers. That's one monetization, and it's a really large channel, uh, and it sticks with our thesis that women shouldn't have to. At least, you know, it's still early for us. We may monetize three, four years later. You know, with membership mm. fees and things like that. Uh, that time is coming faster than we imagine, but it, mm. you know we're still not there. Mm. Uh, we do partnerships with brands where we see a synergy that our users can benefit. So, for example, we run a rural women's accelerator again by our community. Everything we do is delivered by our community or Google Internet Startup. So, about five thousand women who are selected as rural entrepreneurs, and then they're paired up with a buddy from the community. And the idea is, in six months, can we help them increase their incomes? Can we help them better their digital skills? So, just imagine hanging out in a community to learn and earn, basically. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it's a project uh, that we're delivering. And then there are many other partnerships. Like we have a partnership with Unilever. We have a partnership with, let's say, some of these uh, insurance companies. So, wherever we see some of these co-communities are possible. Then we partner with brands, and those are, to be honest, fairly high margin outcomes for us. You know, because these are big projects; they go on for months and stuff, stuff like that. Mm. And lastly, where most of our scale monetization is coming, is coming from actually a peer-to-peer commerce. Basically, what that means is that you know, thanks to COVID, thanks to UPI, thanks to WhatsApp, everybody is now a micro entrepreneur in India, right? Everybody mm. has a hustle or a side hustle, or everybody sells. Thing, you know, whether it is you know jewelry or cupcakes or yoga mats or services like mm. tuitions and guitars or whatever, right? Mm. So what we're doing now is enabling some of that, you know, literally by uh, converting a part of the part of the platform into a you know a peer-to-peer marketplace, which means everybody's a buyer and everybody's a seller, and they all have some social tools at their disposal, which means they all can create content. Uh, they all can amplify. They all can get discovered. They can discover more customers. Uh, they they mm. they can use uh, you know. There's still you know social gamification of leaderboards to say, mm. hey, you know, I made a sale and this is my badge. Hey, I'm the top seller. I did X. So using a lot of those, but essentially you can call it a, a social store, you know, mm. and uh, and that's that's our big. Big monetization sort of bet uh, because we believe that this can now become like you know millions of women entrepreneurs, right? So uh, uh, again, sort of building something that's not been built into, in India yet, but there are global models uh, like like I said, Red exists, Poshmark exists, very different context but very similar sort of products. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting. Well, I mean that uh, one. So I guess you people very recently tied up with Yes Bank too, right? For one of your accelerator programs, if I remember correctly. 
So that yes. is something which is related to the rural entrepreneurship thing, or is it is it something different? It's the same one. So it's, a separate, it's a separate project. Basically, yes. So uh, basically, we create a lot of these brand partnerships where we feel the brand can benefit our community. So here, the brand is offering, you know, a, the selected users, the the whole accelerator experience and funding and all of that. But what what's our role? We will. create that community we will find the women we will also sort of build tools for this community to be successful you know remember i said that whole yeah. micro app strategy yeah. basically what a yes bank accelerator needs is very different from what google needs right because two yeah. different companies but they all running on the same platform you know it's like what communities very different communities different sort of vibes but the platform is the same hmm Hmm, hmm, hmm. Interesting, interesting. So, from what I understand, yeah. you know, I guess Shiro's as a platform is something which women can leverage not just to connect but also to earn and also to basically create value for their own lives, which is which is actually what a community Absolutely. should be should be. So that's yeah. I mean all. all all the all the all the more power to uh, to to you sairi for for creating this when you create a community uh, you know there are various different ways in which you should go about measuring whether the community is actually serving the purpose uh, or not and majority of the people get stuck get hung up on the maus and the daus which you rightly pointed out and which is which should not technically be the case especially when you're building a community so what do you touch upon how exactly did shiro's go about it and what according to you is the right way of measuring the engagement in a community or measuring how how good is a community doing So I have to say this was a big bone of contention for years. Like at least between me and my investors, it was a big, big thorn because you know everyone wants to see Daomao and uh, everybody understands what is Daomao and even we understand it's very good metric. But because we were so you know let's say we were building this in US, US is a very developed market. So there maybe Daomao makes sense because you will go very deep with one category. Like you would segment this far more finely. right but here you know that woman practically does like 10 things with us right and at different points in her lifetime so uh, i would as a founder i have always said let's measure depth and depth is very hard to measure right internet measures virality far better than it measures any kind of trust or depth so one like fun thing i always say to my team is will this woman do something for us will she volunteer for us will she you know will she fight for us if we went away or will she sort of you know be unhappy if we went away so last year when covid happened one of the things we did was we actually ran a covid helpline for step 1 and we just put out a form saying hey we need volunteers and you know you guys have to come and work 6 8 hours uh, you know to to talk to patients and you know we had like 1000 women sign up you know and they worked for almost 6 7 months supporting that whole thing so essentially depth is very important so today we have women who have and we have a lot of these stories on shiros.tech which is a medium blog and you guys can read some of them if you're interested but literally people who got their first phones made their first selfie on shiros uh you know built their first community on shiros found uh, you know posted the first video on shiros and from then have gone on to do other things you know maybe published a ebook maybe 
you know started a blog maybe started a youtube channel maybe we found work maybe became a social seller maybe did something right and then they continue to be on shiro's right they almost never uninstall shiro's like we have 70% the day day 30 retention and almost you know 55% day 180 day retention you know wow. so and then the other thing we, we look at is what what they call total active days you know i don't know if you guys have heard of andrew chan's smile curve which basically yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of says that you should you should look at the whole lifetime of a user and sort of say how how many times did they come to you right and not just every day so maybe or what did what did they do over a lifetime and can you quantify that right so obviously a lot of these things if you tell all the women who are working with us they're getting paid by us they're making an income by us or somebody 2 million women got free counseling right from a counselor over a chat app so if i looked at it from a very product lens it's it's just chat right like we had 10 chats today we had 20 chats today but here is somebody who's really sort of you know getting out of domestic violence or abuse or a difficult situation so it took us a while to figure this out but as a uh, company we've started building what we call a shiro's trust score basically what it means is uh, you know just like how you have the scores so this is more it includes everything it's who you are how how deep is your social capital do you have a deep relationship with shiro's so now we're building shiro's trust score as a literally a core metric and of course now we have little more easier metrics like number of women who are micro number of women who have social jobs number of women who have made a sale number of women who have earned incomes and we quantify that income like we have 10000 women who are certified remote workers and we have almost 200000 women who are micro entrepreneurs by end of this year we think there will be about a million micro entrepreneurs in the network so and it also has evolved every year right so when you're a job site it was all about jobs and applications and applicants but now it's more to do with can we map this person's story with us in a more holistic manner right so and then we also have other properties you know we own a parenting platform called babygoer.com it's one of the acquisitions we made when we own a publishing platform called nari.com yeah. so finally as a network what we've done is we joined all these platforms by logins and saying okay one shiro's login will work on six of our platform wow now it's basically what i'm trying to say is in our case it's more about depth because uh, here's this user for whom we are the most trusted internet platform right mm-hmm. would we mm-hmm. not go deeper with friendship or should we spam the hell out of her by sending her notifications and saying come every day and like and comment and you know whatever mm. like her anxiety mm. Mm. so so that's that's journey's been around the metric no that's that's a very interesting point and i think you know one one thing which i have always believed that you know i guess when you talk about women they're technically 50% of the total population in the world right so if you create something which is women focus you technically your overall tam is 50% of the overall population you're you're basically targeting the biggest biggest niche that there exists and if you're able to create something yeah. which which is able to provide you value for this 50% of the total population in the world i think you have something very 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 special so yeah uh cool i think we can move on to the question janil you can go on first all right all right no problem so my my question is this that um 
you know, what was your strategy in ensuring, uh, you know, strong user evangelism? Uh, you know, was it purely the mission statement, uh, you know, at the start of the company or did you also actively deploy some kind of vitality hacks, uh, you know, to be able to, you know, have a strong advoc- uh, you know, strong evangelism, uh, you know, for mm. your users to be, you know, bringing on more users to the platform? Right. So actually, I have to confess that as a company, uh, we believe that uh, virality is a killer of trust. You know, so okay. you can either be popular or trustful on the interesting. internet. Very you know, and um, yeah. So, and I'm sure you guys can go and like run references on this. So I'll tell you who, how women found us, right? Or how did we grow? So for example, our helpline, okay? Every woman who's used the helpline has possibly shared it with all her like sisters or friends or like a friend in distress or a friend who needs help. So the helpline is a very silent discovery mechanism. Like even today, if you like search for helplines in India or domestic violence help in India, we will show up because the you know people have been sort of seeding it and whatever. And this was all user driven. And honestly, we didn't organize it. We just invested in really good counseling team. Like our counselors are fantastic. So whether you pay us or not, the level of counseling you got from us was fantastic. And, and it was a trust building investment. To say, hey, Shiro's really stands for what, like these guys are, you know, before us, everybody who worked with women was just trying to sell them more lipstick, you know. Like if you look at all the women's magazines, right, I think the whole the whole story is very anxiety-inducing, right? Fashion magazines, women's magazines. Uh, I think in our place, it was very important to come across as authentic and what you see is what you get and not to sort of lose trust in any point in time. So a lot of our actions were built for trust. The other thing we did very actively, uh, which was slow process, you know, uh, do things that don't scale kind of process, uh, was building relationships with women organizations in this country. So in India, in every village, every taluka, everywhere, there are women bodies. There are Asha workers, there are self-help groups, there are organizations like Seva, there are women NGOs, there are women colleges. Women only is a cultural thing in India. We went and mapped wherever women only was happening and we did, you know, we said you guys can use our helpline. We can, you know, organize digital learning sessions for you. We can appoint bodies for you. We can we can help you. Like we genuinely went and built a relationship. And we never said come to our app, you know, or use our platform because that would sort of again lower trust. And thirdly, we did some of these big ass partnerships, like our Unilever partnership. Uh, like if you go to the Glow and Lovely Career Foundation page, uh, we are the community that's mirrored there, right? So what that means is that when Unilever requires a user for their platform, they usually pass on that user to us because they go and join our community. We did some of these. We did before this whole Paytm mini app store came. We we had we were the first company to have like literally an SDK level integration with them, and that was the beginning of the whole app store process for them as well. So lots of these big hacks, uh, you know. And as a the other thing is this: as a community, you can't buy your users. You can buy an audience for a media network, mm. but if you're a community, you can't buy your users. If you have to buy your users, then your community has no bump, right? Yeah. So, uh, so how do you build a community when you can't buy your users? You can buy your users, but 
it will lower the trust in the platform for sure so we kept doing a lot of these things that helped us sort of build that's why it's taken longer right like it's very easy to sort of say okay let me you know let me run a lot many ads and let me hope that you know this so for example every user we if we were to use paid channels to acquire their retention would be very poor right because mm. they came looking at the same ad for every product right they have no idea how genuine we are right so uh it's hard to illustrate depth you know on the internet using programmatic or using paid ads that, that that's why communities are hard you know so like there are companies like the body shop that did this very well or uh, glossier did this riana did it for her beauty brand it literally has a very similar sort of a thing right of course airbnb did it for their host and stuff yeah amazing wow that's very insightful uh so sohil can i go with this yeah, question yeah, yeah. as sure, a sure, 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 sure. no no you can ask so, yeah sorry on just on this point uh you know given a lot of the social media platforms today uh, you know you end up being quite sticky uh in terms of engagement to one uh, kind of a persona right whether you call it the gen z is the millennials or whatever right some of them are still on facebook and have tapered off then on snapchat and then on instagram So, given the fact that you are targeting sort of the women-only vertical, do you also see uh, difference in engagements over these sort of different age brackets, or have you found that you have kind of something for everyone? That would be really interesting to know because, like, a vertical, uh, you know, niche. Yeah. So, actually, we don't have something for everyone. For example, we have nothing for corporate women unless they want to pay it forward and want to be a champion, which is a small number. but to a corporate person who works let's say as a vice president city bank unless she is very she understands the idea of women you know supporting more women as a paid forward she will not have a like the content we have is not something she will really appreciate you know she rather go to linkedin or wherever right or maybe to a more more networked you know club or um even for snapchat users or teenagers right like we're not really building for you know so building for that audience actually who we are building for we're building for the woman who's not been served by this whole you know the the microfinance effect right the woman who doesn't who's not a farmer is not a rural woman uh you know and is not a corporate top corporate leader right she's somewhere in the middle she comes from a small town or she comes from a, a similar sort of a vibe she's between 25 and 45 that's like the the majority of women basically women who have stepped into life have faced stereotypes but want to do better want better health want better family want financial independence want you know open conversations want free sky so if i was to give you personas so think shri devi from english winkers or think dolly auntie from wiki donor or think bareli ki barfi the mother and daughter or think uh even neena gupta in uh, badai ho right so a lot of women who are very invisible right so we we all know them they're all around us but you know they they are kind of left behind you know and not because they come from poor families so none of our audience is economically poor right? but they're just you know they're invisible they're invisible they don't have that space that they would like for their aspirations everything in their life is about their husband their children or mm. women who are reaching that marriage age to go get married 
even if they are working you know like their identity is tied to you know social certain sto- social stereotypes shiro's is where she's me you know she's uh, she, it's her me space she comes here because she likes to write or she likes to hang out or she just wants to vent or she has a question or she cares about doing something of her own and maybe somebody will cheerlead her like where can she find this safe space and also a space where you know these resources are there that's why we do a bunch of these different things because different women have different tastes we can't sort of uh, you know like rule that out so either people can build their own community or we will at least cater to the big themes like you know in 2021 a big thing is earning and learning pretty much like all of us right so uh, so that's how we see ourselves we don't serve everyone all the women is still like this is still 200 million women right so yeah. <laughs> like in india you can buy with that cool amazing thanks cool one one small question Ooh. which i had uh, sairi was around the communities so the micro uh, the smaller communities the community within shiros which i made are they are they kind of uh, curated as in can anybody create it or do they have to go through an approval process no anybody can create it we have a moderation process and if they get flagged like there are some rules like you can't create community with experts in it ग्रुप uh part of the chat sorry because she had some other commitment and she wanted me to ask this question to you uh is that she is uh, she is a working professional who has just taken a maternity leave because of course you know she's just had a baby uh she wants to understand how can shiro's help her i mean if she joins the community how can shiro's help her and in what all respects right so i think let's say somebody like her can do bunch of things one is uh, if she has a you know she's a new mom uh, there is a very thriving parenting community to begin with okay. uh, then uh, we run a remote work program for returning professionals so if she's looking to go back to corporate work hmm. with you know i mean of course it's on tech work it's basically process based work operational work but there is you know an opportunity for that and of course i think uh, if she is sort of looking to go back to work one of the things m- most people almost never go back to the job they had so a lot of women transition either becoming self employed or starting something of their own or, or becoming a social influencer so there are a lot of similar people on the platform so she can maybe find some of those you know right up front and of course there is there are other things but these we are like right more relevant for something like that hmm Mm-hmm. cool i think we can move on to the next question uh, lk you can ask yours and after that anurup you can go lk uh yeah okay thanks for letting me speak all right so my question is to you ma'am that uh, okay so what happens to trans women doesn't you know many people don't consider them as a woman so have you faced those people in your life and if yes then what was your experience we have Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have lots of trans women on the platform by the way lots and lots in fact a lot of women like really say i got acceptance here so uh for us uh 
for for us women's not a gender identity it's i mean if you think you're a woman then you're welcome right like and you're sort of obviously play by the community gu- guidelines so we do have a lot of uh, you know uh, in fact our helpline counselors are one of the few counselors in india who are uh, lgbtq experts right like they okay. they have a fairly strong understanding of this and you'd be surprised to know a lot of people actually have these questions it's it's almost one one sixth of our questions that we get on the helpline yeah I, because uh, because being a gender fluid and a non binary person it might happen that if i choose to become a woman in future yeah. then it was just a concern that uh, what was the view because right. uh, yeah so that was the question i wanted lots to ask people, so lots of people use the platform to find a safe space uh, and I, i think a lot of them actually come first for the helpline and then sort of figure out other things and uh, okay though in this situation what happens uh, do you have pronounced the, the role of the gender pronouns that within a company so what yeah. happens that you know many lgbtqi folk join your uh, corporate and they're looking for a safe space that uh, if the next person is speaking the you know just addressing us with the wrong pronouns yeah. so is there anything that when somebody joins uh, this section so they must be respected as what they would like to be addressed as the pronouns right so we don't have it at the product level yet but within shiros as a company we do you know at oh. least our team yeah so a lot of our team signatures you will see this uh, she her or whatever they want to sort of self identify so uh, and we uh, so there are two things we still haven't done a good job of one is ac- working on accessibility uh, you know so for example shiro's app is still not available in braille or like uh, you know is not accessible for visually challenged and the other thing is uh, the whole thing around you know the whole uh, uh, inclusion right so around this uh, making it better in the product so today at a practical level people are using it but we can definitely be like a little uh, more specific around these you know issues and also the other thing is a lot of women who come to us uh, are women who have never openly spoken about these issues right these are still very these are very vogue concepts mass india hasn't discovered it right like a dolly auntie hasn't yet discovered it right like maybe you know she'll get there and we see that journey people undertaking a journey towards you know certain certain outcomes but mm-hmm. uh, uh, but at a product level we haven't done enough mm-hmm. yeah okay thank you thanks a lot lk for that question anurup you can go next uh, sorry i just wanted to know ki like in our society usually women uh, till they reach an age when they get to make their decision uh, a lot of women gets their aspirations killed like they don't have a lot of aspirations till they reach a 25 27 age they yeah. wouldn't hustle as much as a man when they uh, in a same position yeah. so is shiro's doing something on that front like is there a system or mechanism that you guys have developed for this right so i think everything we do is kind of you know aimed for that right so safe space you know this whole thing around uh, you know you can be you a uh, lot of resources around learning a lot of resources around income opportunities a uh, lot of resources around expression so if you kind of add all of this up that's the whole idea right so every woman uh, who's coming to shiros is coming with a growth aspiration she wants to, you know she wants to get better in life she wants a better future for herself she probably wants uh, 
a, a better place or a better way to articulate what she wants. So pretty much everything we do is just to, you know, has this filter. It's baked into our thought process very, very deeply. Uh, just a follow-up question, like uh, for people who are working in corporates, women who are working in corporates or uh, are actively working in formal sector, do you have a system wherein you uh, actually develop leadership qualities in the women? So why are uh, not directly? Uh, so uh, for example, on on the platform, there's a concept of champions. Now champions are women who are leaders in their own right. They're corporate women, they're CEOs, they're coaches, uh, they're sports women. Um, and what what that uh, does is basically these are women who are paying it forward. They are sharing their experiences. They're creating conversations. Um, and obviously, we do a lot of other things, you know, between learning and development and, uh, you know, working with other, other folks who work with women. So as a company, we don't do any leadership development directly, like not in a tactical sort of a way. Uh, and as a company, the other thing is, Everything we like to do needs to be done via the platform, right? Like via the product. So we don't okay. want to sort of do anything that takes us away from that. Okay, so you are an enabler while the community itself take, takes care of uh, developing all the qualities that needs to be there. Yes. So for example, you know, like depending on what's your interest, you can follow a champion. You can, we have... Things like AMAs very often, then we have debates, then uh, we have video video chats and things like that. So, uh, I mean, the content is being curated by, so we don't create any content, right? But what we do is we do create the vibe for the content, right? So the vibe is very learning, right? Like, hey, I need to go better. Like, I'll give you a very small example. A lot of women in India want to write. Like, writing is a big like it's a big thing, you know, you know, people want to publish their poetry, their fiction. So there's a community called aspiring writers. In fact, yesterday, aspiring writers had a, you know, had a Zoom party because like it's, it's been a while. So they all wanted to catch up. But on aspiring writers every day, there are, uh, there are writing prompts. There are triggers to write. There is peer review. In fact, lot of and then once they did this whole challenge where you have to write for 30 days and the shiro's moderator actually put together all that writing and helped these 30 women publish their first books so we have these first time authors who happened because the community kind of like supported oh. them right and gave them the you know non-judgmental platform right but we're not doing any of this directly right so it's kind of happening via the community itself via the community yeah, no, that's yeah. Okay, cool. Amazing. Thanks a lot, Anurup. Uh, cool. Uh, I had one question which was around the team. Uh, Sairi, so currently it's what? Uh, how how big is, uh, is Shiro's now? It's almost what, 200 million uh, women? If I am... Um, oh, no, sorry, 22. 20, 20 million. 20 million. Yeah. 20 million. But this is being 20, managed... Yeah, yeah, this is being managed by Sorry, fifty people. Uh, this is this is a fifty member team who's managing the whole uh, the whole community. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how exactly is I mean, uh, are there any volunteer led led work also which is being done, or or everything is being being managed by? Because I want to understand how is the decentralization of power happening in the in the overall community? How is the moderation uh, taking place? So. Um... 
one of the things that you uh, so we're very uh, clear about what they call norm setting so okay. almost no one is allowed to spam and and that was seeded very very hard and fast when we were setting up right like in our year one spam control was actually a team whose job was to every time a user spammed they would educate the user kind of make them do the right thing and then what happened users started doing it themselves like so monkey see monkey do uh, yeah. you know in good behavior you to that and so spam control is run entirely by users and in most communities that's the big job right like at least as you scale it becomes a really big job mm. and then for example uh, another problem is people will post content in different groups or they'll make the same post in different groups mm. or they will start selling another kind of content so again users have to take charge there our team can't you know like irrespective of how big we get we can't hire people to do this like it's just not business sense and it's not good product outcome mm. so the entire responsibility of in the platform clean also belongs to users right and it's not somebody's job like it's not a volunteer job it's just expected that you know it's like reddit has certain norms right or communities have certain norms that hey this is not okay here right yeah. uh, so things like that like you can't sell in other communities you only can sell in a community called bazaar uh, you can't make mlm posts you can't sell uh, you can't put up any uh, political debate so when you can't put up any news so yeah. like i know very weird for a social platform but news and uh, you know political debates are the bigger killer of trust I so agree. we always say this is not a space for you to bring it in. so you can talk about what you need not you keep your religion and keep your politics at home we don't want it here no yeah this is not twitter so a uh, lot of that so all that responsibility like there is a very clear community guideline it's not like tncs it's actually bulleted like you can read it and you have to literally sort of you know accept it and it be kind of keep flashing it also for every time we have a new rush users on the main feed this way hey now the community guidelines are important so a lot of reinforcement around that because we have no no intention to put people to like literally clean up the platform like that's just a terrible way to build a tech product so uh, so a lot of that our team does core work which means we we run client communities we build the basic frameworks we work on gamification we work on new releases we do everything that a product team or a community team would do but not not this we also don't create content right like as mm-hmm. a company we don't have a content writing team mm mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah, very so interesting because majority of the communities that you look around they eventually tend tend to become media houses at the end of the day uh, and that's a that's a very interesting yeah. take that because you you people don't focus on that and your focus is purely on the platform and the community building rather than creating content yeah. around it cool one of i have one more question but i'll probably let uh, the others ask as well anybody has any one, we'll probably take one more question before we uh, before we close off so anybody has any questions uh, they can just unmute and ask that otherwise i'll just ask by i think so i just had one question to know yeah, how startups could engage with tech heroes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, how, sure, how sure. we could engage with uh, heroes uh, you know if, if if there is mutual synergy if you, if if there is a link or a thought process that shelly uh, could you share yeah, any any partnership right. opportunities so, yeah 
all the time look we we are a growing company we also do we're also a hippie company we do a bunch of things like right now i'm literally mobilizing 10000 volunteers for the step one helpline uh, we also do a lot of work with other partners we always looking for uh, folks to help us with tech you know like as a tech company uh, you know we are constantly looking for collaborations right like we just finished a co- collaboration with iit delhi we had a project that was lying for a long time and uh, uh, and you know it was one of those projects where we couldn't figure out back so iit delhi folks came and helped us for about two months and now it's going live so we do these things all the time we would love to chat and see uh, and of course you know we've lots of things going on we are building this whole remote work piece we're building this whole uh, women entrepreneurs piece we are always looking for folks to help other women founders right on our network like all these women who are let's say going to the to the uh, yes bank accelerator that we're running or to the google accelerator so we always need folks who can either mentor or come take a session or help us solve a tech problem sometimes it's just a landing page you know that we need but our our resources are not enough we're still a small team which, which runs a pretty lot of stuff so lots of options so happy to chat i'm be findable on internet at shairi on twitter and linkedin of course cool and channel uh, i think you should hit her up on uh, twitter or linkedin we'll put down the the urls of linkedin and twitter for shairi and guys if you want to connect and have a deeper level discussion then you are happy to do so great thanks cool 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 shrini you had a question yeah 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 go on uh hi this is shrini so i just have one question like uh, so usually when for especially for the first time founders when they do or when they are working on an idea related to like for example if we take for shopping related app or platform kind of thing so the first question they get asked is okay there are so many other platforms similar platforms existing so why are you working on this uh, so that immediately most of them go into defensive mode so i the question is like you know what would be the best way for them to answer and uh, the reason why i'm asking is is you mentioned about the shop and uh, uh, shiro's right so yeah like so look i think if if there are existing products it actually is a great thing it means that there is demand and if you can sort of Uh, you know and every product actually improves upon an existing product right i mean uh, even us like what are we improving upon we are basically improving upon all the options women had before us right there were four options or there were offline options but they had options right so uh, so clearly or they are like we are improving upon what facebook and instagram couldn't solve for right? so every product will improve upon something so i think instead of saying uh you know we're building the same category just work on what what is it that that you're improving upon and if you have an idea chances are you already improving upon something you know like it didn't uh, happen out of the blue yeah hello sir uh, congratulations and well done your for the work that you've been doing for the women around uh just have one question like you quoted this reference of nina gupta you know from yeah. badaiho who doesn't seem to be very tech savvy or tech enabled right so just like my mother i mean who have who you know who have a lot to offer on ground but doesn't know you know who is not very tech savvy so you know how shiroz is actually doing you know how can they reach out to those women 
Right. Actually, you'd be surprised. A lot of our users are Nina Gupta's of the world, right? So they are like the only app they really know is WhatsApp. Right. And they may have even like they may have apps on their phone. And just to give you a little more context on who uses us, um, MI6 phone users, typically 6,000 rupee phone, has other apps on their phone, has Instagram installed, has Facebook installed, has a Google ID, but doesn't check email, doesn't post on Facebook ever, and Instagram is uh, private. So uh, so look, I think uh, what what we do is, that's why we, we have things like the helpline and women tell women, and uh, very, very fast response times on, you know, platforms like Twitter and stuff. Uh, you know, if, but interestingly, a lot of women who come to us uh, figure it out. Like, it is, and the platform's not very hard to use. I mean, it is uh, pretty simple. You know, like Discord, for example, is very Reddit-like. It is a little intimidating for somebody who doesn't use, uh, you know, a platform like this. But the Shiro's app is made, you know, made for that vernacular options are there if you get stuck you can whatsapp us or you can call us or you can sort of uh, you know leave us a comment and we'll ping you back and help you uh, and of course i think people uh, people start uh, with small journeys like like for a lot of people their first selfie on shiro's is a big milestone because chances are it's their first ever selfie right mm -hmm. like a lot of people actually come to say Oh, and I have never made a post before, but you know, when they see others doing it, they're like, Are, wo mere hai, main bhi kar sakti. you know, so a lot of, lot of peer, mm -hmm. peer induced behavior happens. A lot of women start using us when somebody tells them, and then, of course, I think um, it's still a process, like we haven't got it right. But I can tell you that most users are curious. Um, and uh, especially, I think the mo moment they learn that it's a women-only space, half the fear goes away. Mm. You know? and, uh, and then I think uh, you know, a little bump, uh, bump up to say, hey, you can, you can do this or why don't you try kind of helps, right? But... Uh, actually, women are savvy. They just uh, they just don't want to be ridiculed, you know. Yeah. And and who ridicules them? I'm sorry to say, men ridicule women a lot, especially in Indian families. Sum kya jaanti ho, right? Types. So, uh, so when they know that there are no men here, it just changes the whole dynamic. Here, they are very take charge. They're very rani chansi here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Cool. Thanks a lot. Ronak, does that answer your question? Uh, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thanks yes. a lot. Cool. I think we'll just, uh, I'll just ask one more question and then we'll close it off. Sorry, guys, in case you have any other questions, you can just uh, ping Shairi on her Twitter or on, uh, on LinkedIn and she can answer. Shairi, I just wanted to touch upon one thing. Um, so when you're, so I guess when you started off Shiro's, you know, the zero to one journey was a different journey. One to 10 is a different journey. And of course, 10 to 100 is a different journey altogether. Um, what, what are the, what are the three things that you would want any community owner or community manager to keep in mind when they're building any kind of communities? 
as in the top three things which they should focus on at the beginning of the journey to make sure that the people who join in the first thousand or the first zero to one members are the real quality members who are technically the user personas that they had been targeting. What are the three things that they should keep in mind? So I think the most important thing in a community is know your why, right? Like what is, uh, what is the primary motivation to do this, right? Like whatever you intend to do and what's, what is the why of this community? Why does it need to exist? Mm. I think just, you know, like at least at Shiro's, we as a team try to revisit our why all the time. Right. And it also keeps us sane, right? You know, crazy things happen and you know, there is COVID, there's something else, you know, things backfire. So I think that why is really, really important. And second is I think um you have to walk in your users' shoes, right? Like, you know, to be honest, you know, when um, if if I had let's say thought of Shiro's when I was building my first startup, I didn't I, I didn't have the empathy I have today for our users. You know, it got built up over a period of time. I was far less aware about, you know, about this whole thing, like this whole invisible thing or how women experience life in India. My, I was very busy getting away from it, right? To say, I don't right? So at that time, I was not thinking about how their lives. So I think you have to know the user really, really well. It's, it's kind of, uh, kind of the, the, you know, the, 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 the real trust builder, right? Because uh, it helps you sort of keep things, uh, keep your ears to the ground. Uh, and the last is, you know, I, I say is communities are about the vibe, right? Like you can keep saying all the things on your deck or all the things on an Excel sheet, but if it doesn't feel like it, it probably isn't. Right? Like, for example, the product hunt, right? Like it has such a good vibe about it, right? Like, I don't know, but... You know, like there is a product hunt community, right? Like it's yeah. it's there, there are hunters and whatever, right? Like so figure out the why, which is really important. Like for example, in our case, we describe our vibe as to say, is it confidence inducing or is it confidence reducing? Right? Mm. Like we will never put out anything that brings any woman's confidence down. Whether mm. it makes her look fat or whatever, or says about her essay or you know, things like that. You know, things that, you know, magazines like Cosmo did for years. How to win a man. How mm. to look thin in a dress. How to wear extra. Like, yeah, they, they were so poor on, you know, building up your confidence, right? Like, the whole generation of women lost their confidence reading those magazines. And mm. probably still are. So, I think the vibe is really important. So, for us, the vibe is take charge. I can do this. I am Rani Jhansi. I can go out and win I can publish my first book. I can set up my shop. I can make my first video. I can do whatever I like, right? So uh, in, in our case, that's the vibe, right? It's very can do, will do. And, you know, like, and uh, and I have I have my tribe. Right? Figure out why. I think it matters. Like, like Reddit, to me, is a classic, right? Matlab, all the geeks love it because, like, poor internet pe hai jahan pe, matlab, you know, you can be you without a filter or, like, even if you... Mm. Like it has a different level of engagement. Right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of platforms, like I mean, in different ways. There are these, like for example, the whole biker communities, right? Or uh, you know, the, the Mini Cooper Club, for example. These mm-hmm. are all communities that have a wide one. Mm-hmm. The bikers are different from the Mini Cooper. Club. 
but there is still like you know what's that vibe cool 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 uh so i guess it's been a long 75 minute conversation and a very enthralling conversation yes iri uh thanks a lot for taking time out uh, for for uh, for spending time with the builders club uh any any parting thoughts parting comments with, about your experience uh with the with the club i think it's uh, i'm really happy you know that there is a community that's talking about building products and that's talking about uh, i think it's a again it's a safe space to talk about what you want to build uh, and to be honest i'm a little jealous that you know i found i you know like i had a very lonely journey about these things like i never spoke with anyone and never sort of got this chance until much later so uh, cool work uh, and of course i have learned how to use discord thanks to you guys so oh, super and of course look building um look whatever you're doing uh You will evolve. You will evolve. Your journey will evolve. Uh, you know, like you will do your own edits on your journey to say some things are working, some things are not working. But till such time, you're having fun with it. It's all worth it, right? Like building, building is fun, right? Why would yeah. somebody uh, otherwise do it? Yeah. You know, cool. It's 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 worth spending. You know, you know, thinking about the PRD or saying, okay, now. you know what else can we can we do here or just going through you know talking to users like i spend in an amount of time talking to your user talk, talking to our users yes and i think uh, that 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 is the reward in itself right the fact that you get to do this and you don't have to sort of worry about uh, you know like this is a good good place to invest your time yeah 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 cool thanks a lot sairi for your kind words and for taking time out guys in case you want want to chat up with uh, with sairi please uh, feel free to touch base with her on twitter or on linkedin we've already posted her uh, twitter url there uh, url in the water cooler chat so please do so uh, thanks a lot for uh, sticking by till almost midnight now uh on a saturday night uh, and <laughs> listening to listening to sairi and how she has been able to build one of the biggest and one of the most prolific communities for women in in the global ecosystem and i hope that you people have been able to learn a lot from from this conversation here any follow up questions i guess both uh, you know you can either post it here in the water cooler chat or you can directly reach out to sairi uh in case you people have liked the session please tag us on uh, twitter or on linkedin or insta and share your experiences there as well we have posted a small feedback form for you on the water cooler chat you can just post using your using the emojis on whether you liked it or whether you didn't like the session or whether you want whether any kind of uh, suggestions that you might have those are also welcome that was the episode hope you got some rich insights for your idea from this if you like the episode do share it with your friends and rate us on spotify google store and itunes if you want to join the water cooler podcast live join the club at www.thebuildersclub.me until next time upwards and onwards